from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. Welcome to America Works, excerpts from interviews with contemporary workers throughout the United States, collected by the library's American Folklife Center as part of its Occupational Folklife Project. This America Works podcast features Joyce Vagar, a dedicated home health care worker from Coos County, Oregon. She was interviewed by field workers Nathan Moore and Donald Stacy as part of Taking Care, a library-sponsored oral history project that documented the occupational culture of home health care workers throughout Oregon. Taking Care was organized by Professor Bob Bussell at, from the University of Oregon. He and his colleagues worked closely with Service Employees International Union Local 503 to record 35 interviews with home health care workers, an occupation that had not previously been represented in the American Folklife Center's archive. I live in Lakeside, Oregon, and I've been a home care worker. This May will be 13 years. So what kind of um, clients have you worked with or you currently work with? I have worked with a broad spectrum. I've done everything from hospice. I currently have my first client with Parkinson's. I've had several clients with diabetes, with Alzheimer's or dementia. I have never worked in a center. It's all one-on-one. I've lived in, and I've been hourly. Do you think that there's uh, special skills that it takes to, to do this kind of work? I think anybody could do it, maybe, but not everybody could do it well. If you can do what I do and remain totally disconnected and uninvolved with the person you're doing it with, in my opinion, you should not be doing it. One of my private paid clients right now, she has some dementia and everything. She has this really big purse. It's one of those ones that's kind of open, and it has several eyelets on it and purple in it. She was like, you know, I really wish that I could find something that would close this. I'm like, well, I think shoelaces would work. She's like, oh, okay, okay. And on my day off, I was happened to be in Dollar Tree and I happened to see purple shoelaces in Dollar Tree and I grabbed them and took them to her the next time I worked and she's these are perfect it's just it's what you do you you don't necessarily have to be bosom buddies with them but you have to care for them it it's a prerequisite you have to care you have to have the mindset where you're willing to roll up your sleeves and get dirty I have changed adult diapers. That is not something everybody wants to do. Did I enjoy doing it? Not necessarily, but it had to be done, and I did it. It is stressful, especially since there have been two separate occasions when I lived in where the the person who was supposed to relieve me did not. And when I say did not relieve me, I don't mean was an hour late. I mean she didn't show up, and so I ended up working 13 straight days without a relief. I've gotten yelled at and stuff. When you have Alzheimer's and dementia, you lose some of those filters. Things that you and I might think but would never say. <laughs> so when you're um, 
just interacting with clients on a daily basis? Like, what kind of stuff do you talk about with clients? Any and everything. Um, you know, just talk like you talk to a friend. You know, you talk about any and everything. I like being around different people, you know, and there are times you go in on your day off because there's nobody else to go in on your day off. Do you think there are any moments in your career that would kind of like define for somebody what it means to be a caregiver? The lady that I lived in in Lakeside, one of the first days that I was working with her, I happened to see her back and the skin right above her tailbone was a little red. And I knew what that meant. That meant because she sat in her recliner at a certain angle all the time, she was starting to develop a pressure sore. And so because I only lived about a mile away, I would set my alarm for two o'clock in the morning. I would get up, get dressed, go over to her house, help her up to the bathroom, get her a drink of water and let her dog out and then let her dog back in. And, you know, then you help her back into bed with the pillow under the different hip. And we were able to keep the pressure sore from becoming a pressure sore. And I did that every night for about four months. Do you get together with other caregivers? Yeah. There aren't other people at our work site. When we're at our work site, we're there all by ourselves. And it's really nice to get together with other people, be able, you know, just to talk about your day or talk about things that have happened. I had one client that she had dementia. She was no longer taking baths or showers, but she'd sit on the side of her bed and we'd give her, you know, a little sponge bath. And all of a sudden she decided she didn't want to do that anymore. And I'm like, uh, what I do? Because I, I, she has to be clean. And one of my fellow caregivers said, tell her it's a beauty treatment. If we told her it was a beauty treatment, she would let us do whatever we needed to do. And I don't know if I would have thought of that on my own. <laughs> and one of the things about home care workers is because the people we take care of come in all shapes, colors, and sizes by the very nature of what we do, we are one of the most diverse work populations you will ever find. But how do you think the community at large or in, in Coos Bay sees the, are they aware of your work or what you guys are doing? Some of them are aware a little bit. A lot of them are not. It's like, oh, you're a babysitter for adults. No, I'm not. Yeah. I am a professional. I am a home care worker. It's one of the things that people are going to have to start getting better about. Curry County is about one-third 65 and older. Coos County, where I live, is about, I believe it was between a quarter and a fifth 65 and older. So that means that there are an awful lot of people that are either going to need help or need it presently. And they are part of our community. It's part of the covenant we make with workers in America. If you work hard and you participate all your life, at the end of your life, you're going to get to retire. You're going to have a little Social Security. You're going to have a little respect. And we're going to take care of you a little bit. If we don't do that, we're letting down what we've said we do as a country. What makes caregiving different from from the other jobs you've had? I've been privileged to be the person sitting beside somebody who passes away twice now. 
one lady I had been with her for 20 months, I believe, um, when she passed away. She got to pass away in her bed with me, her dog, and her cat in the room with her. I'm sorry. No, but, no, go ahead. I mean, that's yeah, what... and that was exactly the way she would have wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I make a difference. You've been listening to home health care worker Joy Vager from Lakeside, Oregon. She was interviewed for the Library of Congress's Occupational Folklife Project by fieldworkers Nathan Moore and Donald Stacy. To see the complete video interview with Joy, as well as interviews with other home health care workers documented as part of the Archie Green Fellowship Project, Taking Care, please visit us online at www.loc.gov forward slash folklife. On behalf of the American Folklife Center, this is folklorist Nancy Gross. Thank you for listening to America Works. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.